This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Nate Lundy. Welcome to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host, S. Drotar on Twitter if you're interested. And it is a Friday, a happy hockey Friday as far as I'm concerned. And that means we bring in our hockey expert, Nate Lundy. Follow him on Twitter at Nate Lundy. And Nate, the weekend is upon us. So for everyone who's been uh, working to there, uh, congratulations, I would say. Yeah, uh, making their way to the weekend. It's uh, For some of us, it's a three-day weekend because of President's Day coming up on Monday. Uh, for racing fans, Sean, it is, uh, it's Super Bowl weekend, basically, with the Daytona 500 coming up. Uh, so it is a, a weekend that is going to be a lot of fun. And if you're a college basketball fan, good heavens, you're not even going to leave the couch tomorrow. Uh, the lineup the lineup of games tomorrow, if you are a college basketball fan and are looking forward to March Madness, uh, man, the, the games on the schedule tomorrow are a lot of fun. But a, a somewhat light schedule tonight for hockey, but still some good games and some good betting opportunities. Absolutely. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend going on, too. I mean, woof, busy. It'll be a lot of stuff going on, but we're going to stick with hockey right here. We'll go to uh, the first and the last game of Friday slate, obviously a little bit lighter for a Friday. That would be Carolina hosting Nashville. Carolina is obviously one of the league's very best teams. Nashville's pretty solid, and they're very good on the road, 14-8-4. But the Hurricanes have five straight home wins. Yeah, uh, really, uh, 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 this Carolina team is very good. And, you know, the matchup that took place between Carolina uh, and Florida, um, I I believe is I I personally believe is an Eastern Conference Finals uh, preview. Um, I think those are the I think those are the two teams that are going to be in the final four when we're going through the the Stanley Cup uh, uh, playoffs coming up, uh, obviously, later on here this spring and rolling into the early summer. But when you look at Carolina hosting Nashville, Sean, my pick in this one is Carolina. And I'm actually going to take them on the on the three way line on the on the 60 minute line to bring that juice down Um, at DraftKings uh, on the money line. Carolina is at a minus 175. But if you take them in regulation, it brings it down to a minus 115. And I'll tell you for a couple of reasons. One, uh, I think Carolina is good i think they're at home but this is actually for me sean a little bit more um that i'm fading nashville who have come out of the all-star break and have not looked good um they have looked a little bit um out of sync in my opinion um they've had three performances that are really not what i would have expected based on what nashville's talent is um but when you look at it, I actually want to drill down to you say Saros, um, who is the netminder for Nashville. Um, and Sean, he is 0 and three, uh, since the all-star break in his, in his three games, they lost to Dallas. They, and then they lost at home to Winnipeg and at home to the Washington Capitals. Now I know that the Capitals are a good team. I know that, uh, I know that Dallas at home, that's where that game was, that the stars are very good at home. They're a very different team on the road, but they're a good team at home, but he allowed 13, goals to be scored um you know 11 of them for him two more that were empty netters but sometimes i I hate to say this sean but sometimes i count those empty netters towards the goaltender because the only reason the net's empty is because you didn't perform that's a good point you're exactly Uh, right so i know that he only allowed 11 goals but the but nashville allowed 13 um and those other two got tacked on because they had to pull saros at the end of the game in the hopes of trying to get uh, you know, a man advantage um, goal. So Saros has not looked like himself. His save percentage in those three games since the break is only an 885. Um, and anytime the save percentage starts with an eight, Sean, you know, a goaltender is uh, performing uh, below where they should be. 
Yeah, they are performing poorly. Uh, Carolina is really hot, and on top of that, they're one of, as you pointed out, one of the very, very best teams in the NHL, one of the elite teams. And so trying to find a way, I, I love the the, the, the three-way line idea because obviously the, the favorite here is is so big that even putting it at the, three, at the three-way line isn't quite enough to get you where you need it to go. And and uh, that even includes the draw. The 60-minute line still has it <laughs> at a, in spots at DraftKings as even harder to make money, even more juice being paid at 190 than 175. Uh, the I guess at, at this stage, what I will look at is because I think they are wobbly and I'm the guy that's hunting for plus money, I will take Carolina and I will take them on the puck line of minus one and a half because that is what you're talking about with the challenges uh, of Soros of, of late. He's having challenges. The Carolina Panthers, of course, are a very – Panthers, look at me. Carolina Hurricanes, <laughs> pardon me, are a, uh, a a very significant team with a lot of offense. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is having a great year. Tony D'Angelo, when it comes to assists, is one of actually the, the league's best, especially – of late. So I just think Carolina is going to put a lot of points uh, on the board today. This just seems like the kind of game that can go haywire, be a four to one, uh, five to one type of game for Carolina. So I will go with that plus 145 to get the Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line at minus one and a half. Well, I like that, Sean. I think it does get you into a value situation. And by the way, full disclosure, the podcast, uh, the Fade the Noise podcast that I did with our good friend Brad Evans earlier today uh, here on the Sawdust Podcast Network, I also called them accidentally the Carolina Panthers. So don't worry. Oh, it's uh, contagious. You, you and it's I different. are, yeah, you and I are uh, having the same Friday brain farts. So don't worry. Uh, we're, we're, we're right there in the same boat together. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it's the weekend where everyone's ready for the three day weekend. That's for sure, including apparently our brains uh, going forward. Go to the last game of the night. The other one we're looking at the L.A. Kings versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Golden Knights one an, an oddity there. Good team. 28, 18, and 3, Nate. Obviously that they're in the mix. They're second in the Pacific with 59 points. Although when you look at the Western Conference, much of that central is really stacked. That actually puts them sixth in the Western Conference. And in part because this team doesn't have a particularly good home record. They're only 14, 11, and 2 at home. They'll take on the Kings, who are 11, 6, and 5 away it looks at, at times like the kings are a lesser team than the golden knights and one would assume that but in this matchup maybe that's not the case yeah i, I would agree with that and the other thing that's that's been burning um vegas uh at least here of late sean um as we know is robin leonard uh their their normal starting goaltender is basically day-to-day he's dealing right. with an upper body injury um and you know it, it, there are times when a backup goaltender can come in and provide some good minutes maybe make some saves um, and, and, and maybe sometimes even get you all the way to a victory. But I'll also, you know, I, I like to point out and I don't mean to, you know, disparage uh, the, you know, the second stringers out there. But there's a reason that someone's a backup goaltender and not a starter. Um, and so I think Vegas has has been dealing with that um, over the course of their last handful of games until they can get Robin Leonard back. Look, uh, this is one, Sean, where I'm actually not going to make a pick um, on the money line or anything like that. This to me is all about the total. Um, and I'm going to focus in on the fact that uh, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring in this game in Vegas uh, tonight. And again, as you pointed out, it's a late game. It's 10 o'clock Eastern. Um, and, you know, this is a line that actually opened up. It started at five and a half and almost immediately jumped to six. 
uh, in terms of the over-under, and I'm still comfortable with it in the over. The Kings give up 2.63 goals per game, so obviously Vegas has an opportunity there. And then because the Golden Knights are dealing with the the injury bug with Robin Leonard, they're just you know they're 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 struggling a bit between the pipes. I think that the the Kings are also going to be able to score. Um, on Vegas. And these two teams have played each other twice already this season, Sean. The total goals, eight and nine. Uh, so I don't see any reason to believe that this is all of a sudden going to turn into a defensive battle where we're talking about a game that finishes, you know, three to one uh, or three to two. I, I believe that this is going to be another high scoring affair between these two teams just because you combine the history again, the, the, the two games, you know, most recently, right before the end of 2021, um, they they played and and Vegas won six to three. Marsha show had uh, Marsha. So had two goals in that one. Um, so. I, I just kind of put it all together, and to me, even though the line has moved to six, I still think it is one that I would take the over in between these two teams. This is one of the ones where I look at Nate with the with the plus money, and I'm rubbing my hands like Mr. Burns. Excellent, because when I look at uh, this particular game, I like the Kings. The Kings on the money line uh, are actually still a, a plus 145 over at DraftKings, so I take that one, and then I'm going to give one half of those points back. I'm going to go on the over. I'm going to put it back at five and a half because I, I think you're probably right, but I'm feeling just a little, little more cautious there. And I could afford to be because if I take the Kings on the money line and an over five and a half, it goes all the way to a plus three ten. And yeah. I really, really like not only the Kings, this matchup, but as you said, the offensive potential tonight. So to me to get a plus three ten on that, uh, that's a pretty good value, even though you are taking some amount of risk. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And the other thing that you could do, um, you know, I, I, I had a very successful night on Thursday night in hockey. Um, you know, we uh, those of you that have listened to Sticks and Stacks for a while, you know that Sean and Jen Piacenti have talked about this. There's a fun bet called a no run first inning um, and right. FI in baseball, um, which is basically will there be scoring in the first inning? Well, in hockey, uh, it's abbreviated as a gift. It's called a goal in the first 10. Um, meaning will someone score? Doesn't matter which team, just uh, will someone score in the first 10 minutes of a game? Um, well, I don't want to pull a muscle patting myself on the back, Sean, but last night I went 8-0 and in all eight hockey games last what? night. I hit the bet on the goal in the first 10. Now, I was not smart enough to parlay them all together. I did them as a number <laughs> of... I did it as a number of small parlays. So um, at the risk of doing a bit of a Steph Curry heat check, um, I'm going back to that well tonight. So if you like some plus odds, here are the two games that I am putting together in a two-legger that I think there will be a goal in the first 10. Um, so you take the over at the half, and you can find these on all the different uh, uh, books, whichever ones you like. This happens to be from DraftKings. Um, I'm taking the over on a goal in the first 10 between the Florida Panthers and the Minnesota Wild, and then I'm putting that together with a goal in the first 10 in this game that you and I just talked about between the Kings and the Knights. Again, these two teams like to score against each other. If you put the goal in the first 10 together in both of those, Florida and the Wild, as well as the Kings and the Golden Knights, it gets you a plus 148. So if you're not comfortable with a full game bet or a money line bet, there's another simple two-legger that gets you into plus territory. All right, Nate Lundy feeling it a little bit. That's <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. You know, it never hurts to throw little darts Friday night. 
Let's have a little fun. That's what we try to do here every time right here on Sticks and Stacks. Looking at the hockey season continuing to go along, starting to heat up a little bit more as we get closer to the Stanley Cup playoffs and to the trade deadline, which is coming up in just a few weeks. And then you'll really have an idea which teams have their feet on the pedal. So you'll want to keep it right here. Follow Nate Lundy in particular to make sure you stay up on all of that is at Nate Lundy. If you'd like to follow me, it's S-D-R-O. T-A-R. We'll be back next week. Enjoy your holiday weekend. We'll see you here next time on Sticks and Stacks, part of the Sawdust Podcast Network.